I'm struggling with this game because everything is screaming take Wake Forest, but at the same time, right? I worry about that game last week, and and will there be any lingering effects down the road? Hello and welcome to Thursday, September 29th. It's the Thursday edition of Always College Football. We appreciate you being with us. As you can tell, none of us really know. I mean, shoot, is this the week? Like Bear just said a second ago, is this the week where you feel good about it? I don't know. I mean, it's a tricky one. The, the sharps are getting sharper and us, you know, average Joes are, are starting to get left in the dust. But we're going to figure it out. We're going to get things ironed out. That's for sure. He's Mark Kubiak. I'm Greg McElroy. We appreciate you being with us. Just like every single week. We have Chris the Bear Felica join us here on Thursday to help set your board for the weekend. We're going to hit a million different games just like we always do. So we won't put it off any further. Let's get down to it. Let's talk about it. Every college football season, Goodyear knows the importance of winning on the road. The road will always demand confidence. The confidence to handle whatever the journey brings and to perform under tough conditions. And just like the players and the fans of college football, Goodyear is ready. Are you ready for the road? Visit Goodyear.com to find the right Goodyear tires for whatever road you're on this season. Goodyear, more driven. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, he joins us every single Thursday. He's Chris the Bear Felica. It's time to get into some of the action. I'm even wearing my lucky shirt today, Bear, so I feel like we're in a good place. About to feel really, really... This shirt signifies the vacation we're going to take with the winnings that you're about to give us. How's that sound? Perfect. Uh, well, uh, I already have a, plan, a trip planned to, uh, to Turks and Caicos in February. So uh, hopefully I can uh, <laughs> boost my accommodations and uh, afford a few more nice dinners after the next couple of uh, let's, couple uh, of weeks. Let's get it done. You, then, you're huh? welcome to join us, by the way. Great space. Beautiful. I don't know if you've been to a, been there or not. I have not tempted, though. That's there. for sure. Uh, oh, that might awesome. be in the heart. That might be in the think. heart of spring football, though. So I don't know. I don't know if I can get away. No, we we no, shall you, see. You can make time. You can make plenty of time for that. Be all right. <laughs> you'll love, you'll I, love I'm, it. As long as we can squeeze from down there on some of these, uh, some of the action, maybe in the USFL or the XFL back down to February, I might, I might be, I might be interested. Uh, that's for sure. All right, <laughs> let's get into let's get into some of these games. Let's start tonight. I don't know if you have a lean. BYU to me is a bit of an anomaly. Utah State against the spread this year been atrocious. Uh, I, I, I can't lay twenty four points. I, I just can't. I love BYU. I think they're a great team. But 24 points against a team in Utah State that I'm just not sure what I'm going to get. I, I just I'm going to stay away from this one tonight. If you have a feel, let us know. I'd probably take BYU if, if I were looking just to have a little uh, a, a little fix on this game and a little a little action rush. I mean, Utah State's terrible. I mean, they were a little bit of an anomaly last week. The one thing I guess, if you're looking to 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 be a little hesitant or uh, not really wanting to, to lay the points is 
even though it is a Thursday game, uh, BYU has Notre Dame, the game in Vegas next week. So uh, even though yeah. it is kind of a, a longer break between games, it could be a little, oh, we got Notre Dame next week, we got Notre Dame next week, going to Vegas kind of deal, and, and they might just kind of sleepwalk in a game like this. But um, BYU is clearly the much better team. So yeah, I would lay it if I had to, but I, I don't feel great about it. No, I'm probably with you. I over, don't love any probably of, in, any probably, of that. In, probably an over game, I would think, because Utah State's defense is just terrible. Okay, 60 points. Lay in the point. Uh, I think BYU will probably have some – yeah, B, B, BYU probably have some of their receivers back as well. So their offense should get uh, should get right this week. Would be nice. Would be nice for sure to see those guys back in the fold. That's for sure. Let's get to the Friday action. A couple intriguing games here, Bear. Yes. Uh, one yes, in particular that – I know the one that you're looking at, Washington on the road at UCLA. This line opened as Washington is a three and a half point favorite there in the Rose Bowl. This is really the first test for UCLA. A lot of people kind of hung up on the performance against South Alabama. People hung up with the first half performance against uh, against Bowling Green in the opener. But it's really the first opportunity we have to get a kind of good gauge for UCLA. They're thin on the defensive line, though, and I am the tiniest bit concerned about that group's ability to affect Michael Penix and disrupt the rhythm of the passing game. So this line's sitting right now, Bear, at three. Which way are you leaning? I like Washington in this game. I mean, I, I think the Huskies are, are actually really good. And I think, uh, again, so much talk about what's going on at USC uh, with the coaching change and the transfer portal and kind of SC being reshaped. While Washington is done, kind of getting rid of Jimmy Lake, bringing in Kalen DeBoer, bringing in Michael Penix. I mean, their offense has been completely reshaped as well. I have the same concerns uh, as you with UCLA. I mean, there really isn't any home field there at all for the Bruins either. I would think probably UW might even travel down uh, more people to the Rose Bowl uh, than, than UCLA might have there as well. I think UW's pretty good, and uh, I think UCLA knows – that UW is pretty good as well, but but at the same time, uh, it's it's hard for me to, uh, to 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 not hop on board here with Washington. Like, like you talked about the South Alabama game and the Bowling Green game, like I, I think Washington is more battle tested. But at the same time, in a couple of weeks, depending on what happens with Michigan State, uh, we might come to a realization that Michigan State might just stink. But but still. I, I think their performance, obviously, this year has been much crisper than the Bruins, and I would uh, I'd lay the points here. I I can get on board with that. I I for one I, I just don't like UCLA. If I'm going to play it, I like first half Washington. They've been a dynamo in the first half of these football games. UCLA conversely been excellent in the second half. So I might actually get greedy. Washington first half, UCLA second half. And then as far as the game is concerned, we'll see how it all unfolds. Uh, another game that's line kind of made me a little bit curious. I thought it was a peculiar move. UNLV is undefeated against the spread right now this year. They were a 16-point favorite at home to New Mexico. That line now is coming down. New Mexico is one of the worst teams in college football. <laughs> and yet that line is coming down. And the Lobos are on the steaming side. It's down to 14. So how do you play this? A team that's been good against the spread, a team that's been awful here on a Friday night. And that's probably why the line has come down a little bit. People thinking that that the, the, the law of averages will finally catch up with UNLV. But I'd be careful here. Uh, I think as Marcus Harrell gets uh, his offense more installed there, uh, behind the quarterback, Brumfield's a good player, uh, dual threat kind of guy, big lefty. Uh, 
I don't know if I would take New Mexico here just to kind of be contrarian and be like, oh, there's no way UNLV is going to keep covering these numbers. I, I think the Rebels, I think we talked about UNLV a couple of weeks back, uh, about they're finally showing like a, a pulse and they actually might not stink this year, for the lack of a better word. They, they might actually be serviceable. <laughs> and I think I, I think at least offensively, uh, they're showing it so far. But yeah, you, you can't play New Mexico. I mean, I don't know how anybody could. You can't. I, I just. I'm sorry. You just can't do it. I'm sorry. Like I won't let you. Even no. if you want to, I won't let you. No. Uh, no other interesting no. games here. Like Friday is a Friday is a very interesting slate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Houston's got Every infighting one, like crazy. All, all, all five of those games. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's going on with that? With 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 Dana and, and just a, a a bizarre team. And that was. It's interesting because I didn't. Before the year, I kind of thought Houston might be the team that could win that league. But the way this season has started, uh, with the games ending wildly, some losses, and just kind of everything that's gone on right. off the field. Wow, that's a uh, – I mean, I had Tulane a couple of weeks ago when they wound up beating Kansas State outright. It wouldn't shock me uh, how you get that yo-yo, yo-yo effect with Tulane. Like a couple of weeks ago, great win at Kansas right. State. Last week, predictable letdown. Uh, against Southern Miss, and now right. uh, you're an underdog on the road at Houston against a team that, offensive line wise, they are not good at all. Their offensive line is bad. Uh, I, I could get on board here with the Green Wave. You see, like I'd be on the other side there because it doesn't make sense to me. Like everyone's like, oh well, Tulane beat Kansas State. Kansas State's ranked in the top twenty-five, and why is Houston favored? I, I, I kind of lean Houston here. I don't know. Maybe it's a get-right situation. That's one could interesting be. game. Tulane, of course, in the in the news after last week's performance with Kansas State. UTSA playing against a team that beat Miami last week in Middle Tennessee. I love UTSA in this spot. Uh, they yeah. were a six-point favorite. Now they're down to a four and a half. I think Middle Tennessee's reading their press clippings and. UTSA is not a team that you want to mess around with uh, when it comes to that aspect of it. So I kind of lean UTSA laying four and a half on the road, Bear, which to me is always a little uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't mind laying points on the road here because I think you're right. I mean, you're 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 looking at a, a Middle Tennessee team that like they're not really very good. That was all about Miami being terrible last week, giving up big plays on defense, <laughs> having a quarterback situation where where Van Dyke really isn't made for this new offense, having no wide receivers. It just snowed. They, they they lost a heartbreaker the week before in College Station, and everything that could go wrong did like UTSA is is not a team that's going to be giving up 70 yard scoring plays uh 90 yard scoring plays they're a well coached uh battle tested type team and uh I think people see uh oh Middle Tennessee a home dog being very attractive I'd be careful here because I agree with you I think UTSA uh is the right side but you're going through these games here I'm gonna have to get my uh my my Will Hill uh, uh, contest <laughs> plays in early this week because there are a couple of games here on Friday I'm probably going to want in on. I'm telling you, the, the, the Friday slate, and then you got Boise. Like, we didn't even mention Boise. They fire their OC. Bachmeyer's <laughs> in the portal. It's yep. like, what? And boy, yep. I mean, Boise's a favorite and they're steaming. Six well, point favorite against San Diego State. So Friday's I mean, nuts. How, to how about this? I don't think either, I don't think people have caught on to how bad either of these teams are. They're typically two of the better teams in the Mountain West, two of the better group of five teams. So you've got an awful San Diego State offense. 
And then you've got a Boise State offense where your quarterback is left, your offensive coordinator has been fired, and they're still probably the side that you'd want to play. Right. <laughs> Telling you, it's Friday's nuts. I mean, if you want like weird gambling angles, that's a weird day to have it. All right, let's get into the heat on Saturday because there's a bunch of good games that we want to get to. Let's start with Iowa mm-hmm. and Michigan. Uh, this game to me, fascinating. Mm-hmm. Anytime you get a top five team on mm-hmm. the road in Kinnick, you, it's mm-hmm. almost an auto play for me. I, I've not liked anything I've seen from Iowa this year. It's an auto play. Yep. I'm taking the Hawks at home against top tier <laughs> competition. I'm not sold on Michigan's run defense. I'm not sold on a few things with Michigan on the defensive side. I think they'll Correct. score, but I, I just don't know. I'm taking the 11 points at home, but I feel like a sucker, Bear. Tell me where I'm a sucker. This feels like either Iowa wins outright, all of the top five voodoo about the last six teams to come in there, five have lost, uh, and the other one was that Penn State last second win. Uh, this feels like either Iowa wins outright or Michigan wins the game convincingly. And I know there are people out there that kind of roll their eyes and scoff at that logic. But, I mean, it, 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 the game kind of just sets up that way for me. Either Iowa is going to continue to get defensive stops, get non-offensive touchdowns like they did uh, last week at Rutgers, or you're going to see Blake Corman wild. You're going to see McCarthy take a step forward offensively and throwing the ball. See, I, I, ha- I actually have more questions, about, I think, about the Michigan offense with McCarthy and throwing the ball uh, against this team than I do uh, the defense. Because Iowa's not going to be a team that's going to, to challenge Michigan and maybe expose some of the, the weaknesses that you think they may have. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is probably one that I'm going to stay away from because I think logically, like you said, everything indicates taking the home dog uh, north of 10 points uh, because Iowa tends to always be involved in, in close games in this situation. But at the same time, there's also a path here where this game could get out of hand. And if it does, Iowa wouldn't fully yeah. be equipped to, uh, to come back. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see Corum, you know, putting the icing on the cake up 17, 10 and scoring a touchdown there with a minute left, you know, <laughs> right down the field to get them <laughs> outside the number. Uh, let's go to some of the games that might be impacted by weather. NC state and Clemson. Uh, you'll be there. I, I, for one, am having a hard time getting behind NC state right now. Yes. Uh, I just haven't seen their quarterback play at the level that I've anticipated. I think their defense will hold up and I, I've been very impressed with what I've seen from Clemson's offensively, but if it is rain, really? if there is weather, if it is inclement, yeah, oh, I like Clemson right now. I think they're playing really good, really, really well. Uh, and I think DJ played great last week as well and made some throws that were legit. So I am on board the Tigers bandwagon, but I don't know how they're going to handle the elements this weekend. So if it does become a slugfest as far as the weather's concerned, Bear, is it an auto play on the under? Like, how do you handle no. that? No, I think with all of these games that are kind of being impacted by the weather, I think, I mean, don't even, don't chase the unders at this point. If you're going to do anything, try and pick the bottom and go over or try and pick, try and think you've gotten to the bottom and figure out, okay, how do you think these games are going to be affected? Pick, pick the offensive strategy. And uh, it, it maybe go over, but well, it's because I, I actually, I uh, Chipley is legit, and that's why I think if this game yeah. does get into a, a slugfest, it favors Clemson because they have the better running game, and and I, and I think Shipley in the in the bad weather could give NC State a problem because the Wolfpack last year weren't able to run, this year they're not able to run. So, like if this game were on a on a, a dry field, beautiful night, 
maybe if they rematch in the ACC championship or, or not rematch, but if like if this were a, no issues with weather, I'd actually give NC State a real chance at pulling the upset because Clemson's secondary is not good. And, and I don't know. I watch their offense, and so much of their offense is just the way just throwing up a 50-50 ball and hoping that the water and Gata or the wide receiver comes down with it. I don't know, man. I'll see. I mean, I don't know who Clemson's going to play to be able to kind of expose, I think, some of the problems that they have. But um, maybe maybe it's not until they get to the college football playoff, if indeed they get there. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still not all there with Clemson yet. No, understandable. I, I can get on board with that. I, I understand why you'd see more. I actually would lean towards Langham this weekend, as crazy as that may sound. I just thought that number was a little higher than I anticipated, and that made me think maybe Clemson's the right side. Uh, I just had to see Devin Leary. I mean, Sam Hartman made throw after throw after throw to make that game competitive mm-hmm. last week. I have not seen Devin Leary make those type of throws. No. Not yet. Not this not year. So until proven otherwise, I lean Clemson uh, in that matchup. Here's a game that no one... Uh, at least I didn't expect to be talking about at this stage of the season. Iowa State on the road at Kansas. Kansas, a three-point home dog. Do you continue to ride the hot hand here, Bear? Because it feels like this Cinderella story is going to come crashing down, but I don't know if this is the week that it will. I think I think it does. Uh, you can probably count on two hands the number of Iowa State tickets uh, that will be written this week uh, as the Kansas love affair continues. And, hey, look, rightfully so, offensively, they have been dynamic, but they're facing, I think, this week uh, by far the best defense that they have faced all year long. And it was an Iowa State team that uh, got outplayed and lost a home game to Baylor, who probably is the best team in the Big 12 uh, last week. I think it's a really good spot uh, this week for Iowa State to go on the road uh, with that defense. Kansas, uh, all the talk, oh, how is Kansas not ranked? And you look at some of their defensive numbers as well. They're really not. Uh, very good. So uh, I think at the number here, uh, maybe you could buy it down to three, but I see mostly three. And I, actually, I do see three across the board now, which is a uh, which is surprising. Maybe we can, maybe we can get this to two or one by kickoff. So I'd hold off and probably get the best Iowa State number that you can get. Yeah, it's understandable. Uh, here's a few that these are kind of like shaking my headlines when I saw them. It was like, whoa, really? Uh, Michigan State currently an eight point, or excuse me, Maryland currently Ooh. an eight point favorite over Michigan State. Ooh. That game's in College Park. Eight points. Ooh. You want there. you want any part of? <laughs> How do you take Michigan you want, State? You can't. You want you want any part of this game because you can't take Michigan State, uh, given the injuries that they have on the defensive side of the ball and how awful. They are offensively right now. Uh, Thorne can't complete a pass. The line is bad. Uh, struggle. I mean, that was just one of the worst performances by a team start to finish uh, that, that I've seen this year. Give Minnesota credit, but I don't know how you could take points with Michigan State right now. By the way, my alt-Michigan State under 7.5 wins looking looking pretty good right now. And we're, we're, Very we're, strong. Regression, <laughs> regre- regression is a hard thing, and we talked about it, and Michigan, fan, Michigan State fans gave me, and I'm sure you, and a lot of people, a lot of crap last year about how they were winning all these games, and it's like it's not sustainable, it's not sustainable, and somehow it was. Somehow they managed to do it, and that this year it was going to turn around, and it has. But at the same time, you want to lay that many points with the Maryland team that kind of 
sold out last week, played no. really well on the road at the big out. Now you come back and you're expected to win. Like, I, I don't know. This is a, uh, this is a complete stay away for me. Yeah. See, I, I'd lean if I had to play it, I'd play Maryland, but it's, I just, until I think Maryland's got good weapons, good one, two punch at running back, good, yes, totally. good wide receivers. I think Talia outside of a quarter or two here and there, like, yeah, he does at times make some bad decisions, but it is what it is. Uh, that's one line that, that made me do a double take. Here's another one. Florida state, a seven point favorite against wake forest. I was shocked by this bear. I looked at the line. I was like, hang on a second. What? Wake Forest just had a great all-time game against Clemson. And now they're coming back and they're a touchdown dog against a team that they dominated last year. Like, help me understand the logic here. Yeah, I I don't either. I think a lot of the play so far has been on Wake Forest. But again, I think you need need to look at the psychology of 19, 20, 21-year-old kids who you sell out last week and you probably should have won that game and you let it get away. Uh, now you got to go on the road to Florida state, a team that uh, you've handled in, in the last couple of years, but, but the Knolls are a, little, a different team so far. They, they found a way to, to win a couple of games, whether it was LSU, whether it was Louisville, they came out and hammered a bad Boston college team uh, last week. They're feeling pretty frisky right now. And Jordan Travis is back healthy now, which helps their offense. I, I'm struggling with this game because everything is screaming take Wake Forest, but at the same time, right? I, I worry. I worry about that game last week, and and will there be any lingering effects down the road? I think there's a few of those that you could point to. Uh, another one that made me just this one really made me kind of I don't want to say freak out, but in a lot of ways freak out. Uh, Illinois. On the road at Wisconsin, getting mm. nine, that line is down to down seven. To, seven. It's, it's, it's to seven. me, Illinois has – yeah, I mean, that line to me, Bear, uh, still way too many points. Like, I do not like anything that I've seen from Wisconsin. I know they match up fairly no, well against teams like Illinois, but how could you possibly lay north of a touchdown with the Badgers? Give me the Illini all day long. It might be my favorite play of the weekend. Yeah, I, I certainly couldn't lay point. I certainly couldn't lay points with Wisconsin. Uh, in this game, even even though you're not getting uh, the best of the number anymore, um, but but at the same time, like you you hit on it last year. Whether look, look this is a completely different Illinois team from what Wisconsin played uh, last year, uh, but but at the same time, it was they, they kind of do the same thing offensively, and Wisconsin has I think the yeah. better defense. This might just be a dead under game. Uh, I still see like 43 and a half out there Mm. as a total. I I think Illinois is going to be a very uh, sexy public underdog this week just because of how bad uh, Wisconsin has been. And it's Bielema going back to Madison. Uh, I'd be careful here uh, with the side, but this, this could be one of those 23 17 type games, if that. And, mm. uh, and and be a solid under. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a that's a fair point. I, I would think that everyone's on the under, even if it's a forty three. I would think that that is a very popular play. Yeah. this weekend, Barry. Let's get to some revenge games. Uh, Texas A and M going to Mississippi State. They're a three and a half point dog. That line opened as a one and a half point dog. It's steamed in favor of Mississippi State. Remember, Mississippi State beat them in College Station mm-hmm. last year. A and M. I don't want to say they were lucky last week, but definitely you know beneficiary of some mistakes <laughs> from Arkansas. And then conversely, re 
rematch of the Big 12 championship game. You got Oklahoma State at Baylor. Opened as Oklahoma State as a slight favorite. Now it's deemed all the way in favor of the Bears, who are now a two-point favorite. So I kind of lean Mississippi State, and I lean Oklahoma State in these two games. Bear, do you have a feel in one way or the other? I was surprised that Baylor that was only a two, two-and-a-half-point favorite. I thought Baylor would be north of a field goal here uh, just because I think we know so much more about Baylor. Um, like Oklahoma State, but they played Central Michigan, uh, what, uh, Arkansas, right. Pine Bluff, and, <laughs> and someone else, terrible. But like we don't, we don't like their defense was torn apart in in, in garbage time. I think for the most part uh, by Central Michigan, but we don't know anything about this year's uh, Cowboy team. How will their de- how will Derek Mason's defense respond uh, against their first real test against a team that's really well coached? Uh, it's got uh, some 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 good upperclassmen leadership on this team. You got Grimes and his ability to call a game. Uh, they went to Iowa State and won. Went to BYU and nearly won. Like I like this Baylor team a lot. I, I was surprised. I thought this number would be bigger. Um, so that that is a little concerning to me. But I think Baylor is the right side here. I, I can I, I can see myself being on Baylor on Saturday. And the other game is interesting as well because I think. I think AM without an A. Smith is going to be a it's going to be a problem. Uh, it's already an offense that doesn't march the length of the field. It's uh, trouble scoring points, uh, very slow paced, and you're going against the Mississippi State defense that I think is a lot better than uh, than people think. So, and I think what only I think it's but once since Johnny Manziel left. I think A. M. has won against both Mississippi schools in the same year. So this is a you got the Alabama game next week, which was I mean they shouldn't be looking past anybody right now with how poor they are offensively. But I I, I think I'm both favorites in this game in, the, in these games. I'd be on Mississippi State, and I would be on uh, on Baylor as well. Uh, let's keep it in the SEC for a half second, talking about the state of Mississippi, Kentucky traveling to Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss is very much an unknown. Yeah, they have a game against Georgia Tech where they looked great, but no one's really challenged their defense. No one really knows what to make of Ole Miss. Meanwhile, Kentucky, maybe they've had some struggles along the offensive line. Uh, they are quarterback and their passing attacks great. Defensively, they're pretty good, but really don't know what to make of of Ole Miss I mean, as much as anything else. Like, I think Kentucky's pretty good. I just, I don't know what to make of Ole Miss. I think they're good, but I'm not sure. I know I'm not confident enough to lay seven points. They're no. in Oxford, Mississippi, backing the Rebels. So I'll give me the points all day long with Kentucky. Would you be on the same side? Point. Give me points and give me a little sprinkle on the money line as well on this game. Uh, you and I both know Mark Seeds very well. And this is the type of game that he lives for. His team being disrespected despite having the, the, the tougher competition, despite having won already on the road at Florida, despite the 10 win seasons that they had, people still tend to kind of dismiss Kentucky as a legitimate college football team. So I, I, I really like Kentucky in this spot. I, I worry about all, I mean, what I don't want to react too much, overreact to last week too much. But the fact that Ole Miss kind of got shut down in that second half last week and didn't score, like were they really looking ahead to this week or something? Like but, but yeah, I, I I think the pieces are in place here for a potential upset. So uh, yeah, give me uh, give me UK plus the points and give me a little money line as well. Uh, I like that. Uh, let's talk about the Red River Shootout. Uh, game's not being played right now. It's obviously next week, but 
Exactly. Uh, it's it's the teams involving uh, that are in the yeah. Red River Shootout. Oklahoma traveling to TCU. They'll go to Fort Worth, Dallas, Fort Worth in consecutive weeks. So we'll take it as you will. Uh, they are a six and a half point favorite on the road. My goodness, that's a lot of points mm. uh, against TCU. Mm-hmm. And then Texas sure at home, a nine and a half point favorite against West Virginia. I love TCU in this spot. And then I like West Virginia. I like the dogs in both these games, knowing there could be some look ahead flu going on. I don't like West Virginia. Uh, I, I think their defense is poor for the lot for it to, to be kind. And, and I think after giving one away last week in Lubbock, uh, I would expect Texas to play a pretty crisp uh, football game on Saturday. I, I think they'll be able to, I think B. John Robinson will have a massive game against that defense. And I think uh, regardless of who's playing quarterback, I know Texas is down some wide receivers now, but, but West, I don't have a ton of faith in that West Virginia defense to get uh, many stops. And at the same time, I'm with you on TCU. Uh, we, we heard about how this is going to be different with Oklahoma. They weren't going to lose these games. Lincoln Riley is no longer there. It was his fault. They lost. They weren't focused. The defense was bad and they'll be better now. And what happened last week? Same old Oklahoma in, in, in a game like that. So uh, it would concern me uh, laying this many points in this game, uh, especially TCU getting the confidence off of, of the win uh, last week against SMU, uh, Oklahoma having the Red River game last week. But it's, I think it's kind of negated a little bit because they're coming off of a loss. Um, they, I think Oklahoma still has those defensive problems. And I think that TCU offense certainly has the pieces to be able to put up a ton of points. So if if nothing else, I, I would look at a TCU team total over. But I would also agree with you that that, that uh, TCU plus the points would be the play. And maybe and maybe yeah, a little you know on the money line as well. That, maybe a little on the money line as well. There you go. Just a just a sprinkle. Quentin, Bear, anything Quentin, else Quentin you love that Quentin, we haven't hit Quentin, just Quentin, yet? Quentin Johnson's going to be a problem. Oh, he but always I is. Would, uh, anything yeah, else you I, love? Yeah. Yeah, I would I would look at Utah laying the, the ten and a half against Oregon State. I know uh, Ooh, you like Keithy the hangover there from Oregon State. But yeah, you you lose you lose <laughs> and you lose and you lose Keithy. I know, but it's north of ten points, which I think is going to attract uh, a lot of people towards Oregon State. But but uh, I think the Beavers' rush defense is not very good. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot a lot of uh, uh, Tavian Thomas and, and Utah running the ball. I think they'll dominate. The uh, the line of scrimmage and win that game handsomely, and I'm probably going to take a look at USC uh, in the first half against a dead team walking in Arizona State. I mean, after USC started slow, <laughs> survived last week, you're probably looking at laying. I would say maybe what 15 uh, in, in the first half. I mean, it I might be. Way, north. I bet 16 and a yeah, half on the first half. That's my guess. Yeah, we, we, we've seen SC come out and, and drill most everybody early on outside of last week when they had to really take their, their first true road game of the year. So I'd look at the uh, I'd look at USC in the first half as well. SC, as of right now, 14 and a half in the first half, Bear. First half? So uh, I would get don't on, hate on, it. I would get on that first right half. now. No, don't, don't hate that at all either. <laughs> all right, beautiful, man. Great stuff as always. We really appreciate it. Best of luck this weekend, my friend. Same to you. Take care now. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, great stuff with Bear. Really appreciate being able to hit all those different games. I and mean, we must have hit 20, 25 different games. Uh, and those are like leans, by the way. Those are not like hold me to them locks. Those are like leans. So like you do with it as you so choose. Play responsibly. That's all I'll say. All you people like, oh, you gave, you gave me the... Like, no, these are leans. Like, that's the direction. It's like not saying you play every one. Uh, I'm saying that there are some that you could tell that we're a little bit stronger on. Those might be the ones that I would feel a little bit better about putting a little action on. But either way, it's all for fun. It's all for it's all for enjoyment. And that maybe it gives you some interest in games or teams that you haven't really watched before. And we're all about making sure that we are as responsible as possible, though, when it comes to the action. So hope you enjoy it. And we look forward to seeing how you guys do this weekend. Let us know. That's for sure. All right. Hit us up on our social media at AlwaysCFB. That's on Instagram and on Twitter. You can hit us up in our email. Submit some mailbag questions. would love to get and interact with you at AlwaysCollegeFootball at gmail.com. For Mark Kubiak, I'm Greg McElroy. For Jack Foster, Jack Schrail, Sam Hordman, everybody, to everybody that helps us get this show off the ground, we really, really appreciate it. To Bear Felica, shoot, you gave us 30 minutes today. We appreciate him as well. So we'll be back tomorrow. Preview all the games. Give me five, five big matchups, five under-the-radar games that you absolutely have to watch, so don't miss it. Make sure you tune in right here, same time, same place, whether that's on ESPN's YouTube channel, or that's on the podcast, whether that's Apple Podcast or on Spotify, like, rate, and subscribe. It helps us out, helps the show out. For all of us here at Always College Football, we hope you have a wonderful day. Good luck playing. And remember, it's Always College Football. Hey guys, it's Greg McElroy. Thanks for watching Always College Football. Make sure you like, rate, and subscribe to ESPN's YouTube channel and wherever you listen to your podcasts.